Okay. So it's probably going to be really loud in the back. Oh, there's a puppy. It's a puppy dog. It's a puppy dog. There's a puppy dog. It looks like a bulldog. Looks like it. Anyway, so uh, we'll wait till these people pass. But so we're outside. There might be a lot of background noise. So if you guys don't like the noise, bear with me. Um, I'm in the city with not a lot of Wi-Fi. Got that Walmart Wi-Fi, bitch it, whatever, what? <laughs> okay, anyway. Who cares? Do what you gotta do, right? Well, so, I'm gonna just do what I wanna do. Um, I feel like I don't cry enough, and part of what was very good with me was my biggest strength, I think, was being vulnerable and able to cry and let my feelings out. However, now that I have DID, which I've already stated prior, so it's, I don't like talking about it, so I won't talk about it too much but until I'm ready, but now that I have certain things going on with me, I'm afraid to cry because certain, I don't know, I was made to feel like shit. I wasn't afraid to cry before. I mean, I was originally growing up, but then again, like, I got to a point where crying was my release, and so was anger. Thing is, I couldn't do anything about my anger, so my anger got repressed for a long fucking time. Then I got out into Lancaster, actually, um, and I was homeless, and I had so much wrath inside me that, but I somehow I was still able to be firm. But at the same time, I knew how I was. I figured out that I would go from mad to wrath in 2.5 seconds. It's now like 2 point, it's like 0.1 now. <laughs> and um, especially when I'm crying, I will go from bawling into tears and ballistic to whatever other state I I, I comes out. And, uh, I never know which one it's consistently going to be. Um, and I'm afraid other people get hurt. But I, I, they're, it's protecting me. It's my defense mechanism. So anyway, um, positives about being in the city. Uh, the city I'm in right now is very futuristic. And the other day, actually just yesterday this black kid comes up to me at the train and I was having trouble getting through because I had to swipe the MTA card and shit like that well it wouldn't let me through well then this guy comes up and is like hey you need a ride I was like what the what the fuck I was kind of panicking I said a few things which is fine it doesn't really matter what you said but I said a few things and then I had to load my card again well I start I said something like no, I don't need a ride, or this, is that, or that, and then he wasn't my type, and then he was like, bitch, I wasn't even trying to get you, you fucking hoe, you dumbass, stupid-ass bitch, this, this, that, or that, I'm a, I'm a, I would cut you, this, this, that, or that, threatening my life, and I was crying, and then I got so mad that normally I'm a person who doesn't condone telling somebody regardless of how mad you are, because it's not right to do. And if they did it, you get in trouble. Or so I've been, I've been told that if someone tells you to go commit suicide or homicide, 
that A, are an accessory to murder, and B, you'll go to jail. I don't usually condone that shit. I don't usually say it because I know how it feels for it to be said to me. And I'm not, I'm not gonna say that it didn't come out because, um, it has once or twice and I felt like I didn't really feel bad but at the same time I was trying to make myself feel bad because it shouldn't be said in the first place. But at the time, why it was said, I was so angry, and it was the last possible thing that came out. The last possible thing. And I I was attacked. I felt threatened. And everybody just stood there, watching everything go down, like everybody else does. I'm the only person in life who's ever been... I mean, I know I've had times where I did that, but I also... I'm in a place where if, I mean, I did something, I tried to encourage them and whatnot, but at the same time, I feel like the reason I don't do much about it now is not because I don't have a say in it, not because I don't have a choice, but because I'm so broken, I had to fix on myself, and I can't save everybody right now, I'm still trying to save me. I can help only so much, and I don't even want to help people anymore, because I'm barely helping myself. So it's not that I don't care. It's not that I shouldn't speak up. I beat myself up because I don't speak up. But at the same time, like, I'm barely doing it myself. And, um, so there's, uh, people passing by. So there's, um, why am I afraid? I'm in fear constantly. Survival mode is not something anybody should have to live through. But um, I'm tired of suppressing my emotions. I'm tired of keeping myself from bawling and crying. When bawling and crying is the only way I know how to release. Yelling, screaming, throwing a fit, bitching. If you gotta do that, it's what you gotta do. It's the physical part that needs to be self-defense. However, like, I've gotten so bad to the point where I'm human. I want to hit people, I do. I wanted to hit random strangers on the street, but did I? No, because I don't want to go to jail for an aggravated assault on somebody who didn't do jack shit. I don't like it when I walk around on day-to-day basis and someone attacks me for no fucking reason. I don't even know the fucking person. Why the fuck would I want to do it to somebody else? I've been through a lot, yeah, but to the course they're not going to see that. Like, why the fuck would I do that? So, this is the ghetto-ass area. But anyway, positive parts, I'm in Brooklyn. So, yay, we finally made it to Brooklyn. It's only been 7 minutes and 20 seconds, damn. Uh Uh-oh. My ex was horrible to me, so. It's funny, everybody says, well, why would you love someone so abusive? Well, he abused you. Fuck him. This is that, that. He took a toll on you. Yeah. But. I see my ex everywhere. That's the thing. Everywhere. And it's not like he's physically there either. It feels like it. Seems like it, but he's not. And. Maybe it's a spiritual thing I've feel like it is, I just don't want to accept it because it hurts so fucking bad. But, 
why am I still see? I I see him everywhere. Like the hearts want what the the heart wants what the heart wants. But damn, like fuck it, no. I see him as a older, like probably in his. I've I've seen a guy who looked just like my ex Jay. Oh, so there's the bus stop. It's right up there. Oh, that's nice. I've seen my ex Jay who. Josh. Let's put Josh. I know I put a J before, but let's say Josh. I've seen my ex Josh millions of times. When I was in Nebraska, I saw him. It just wasn't him. It was somebody who looked like him, but was more heavier set and bigger, and, but had the same builtness. Then I saw no person who was taller resembled Josh. Then I saw no person who was in his 50s, 60s, that looked exactly like Josh. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> what am I going to do? God, this is scary and exciting. But it's like, it's more scary because I'm in pain. And he hurt me. I love him, but it's it's hard. So, sorry I went quiet. Don't really like the environment around me right now because I feel like they should leave, but they're probably getting their Wi-Fi and shit just like everybody else, and that doesn't make it right either, but honestly... They're, yeah. Here's what I don't understand. Homeless but can't afford weed. And that's a trigger in of itself. But damn, like, how the fuck are you homeless and you can afford that shit? Like, I'm not telling you what to spend your money on, but goddamn, if you can afford weed, you obviously... Your priorities are fucked. To be honest. They really are fucked. I can't afford shit. Anyway, people are retarded sometimes. What's really interesting, what's really sad is that a bunch of bitches go around being like, oh, blah, 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 rant- ranting on and on about something fucking retarded. And like, okay, I guess, okay, well, it's one thing if it affects you, like, you can express yourself, but if you go around being like, I'm gonna cut the cops, I'm gonna shoot the cops, I'm gonna blow their brains out, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that, I'm like, obviously, you wanna really go to prison. If you say that in front of a cop, they're definitely gonna take you to prison, no questions asked. And then if you're in a shelter like this place, where you have housing, your housing is not going to come very soon. You'll be here longer, within four years or more, because you can't keep from talking like that to other people. Of course someone's going to get scared and offended you start talking like that. Other people just don't really care, which is great, because I've had a lot of people be like, death, talking about, hey, uh, talking about death is attractive as fuck. Yes, it is, because it's appealing. It really is fucking peeling. And fuck it. Honestly, fuck my ex and how he was trying to teach me how to talk. I don't need to be taught how to talk. Because quite frankly, 
death is appealing. It really fucking is. And any of you who don't think so obviously don't understand depression. And sometimes death is so appealing. It's not that just because we have the idealistic death ideal. I hang on. We idolize death does not mean we're suicidal. It's just how we are. In fact, our life could be so tragic that, honest to God, sometimes we'd rather be dead. But quite frankly, the braids are so pretty. Quite frankly, there's nothing wrong with feeling like that. There really isn't. Because majority of the time, it's because some dumbass bitch is making you feel that way. It has nothing to do with your... I mean, okay, sorry. Ugh. I want to say it has nothing to do with your brain chemical balance although that does depression does affect that yes and you will feel like that with depression yes of course it does but in reality other people can make you feel like trash to make you want to fucking kill yourself and other people make you want to kill yourself you'd go